gentlemen, sit right up. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant! Without a rose! It's Patriot Home Funding Friday on the American Adversaries Radio Show. As we once again come to you live as we can be. And boy, we got a jam packed show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. So hold on tight. That's right. Patriot Home Funding Friday coming to you from the Relaxing Comfort Studios. And we are up and flying high on FM 105.5 and AM 660, The Answer. And we're on our YouTube channel. That's American Adversaries on YouTube. And please subscribe to us when you go there if you haven't already. And of course, you can access that YouTube channel via our Facebook page. That's American Adversaries on on Facebook, and please like us and follow us there, which thousands of you have already done, and hundreds of thousands of you are connecting with us on a daily, weekly basis. We really like that, and uh, please uh, thanks so much for that, and thank Kathy Santo Messino. She does really great work keeping that Facebook page hot. Okay. All right, so we got a big show lined up for you once again. We have in the driver's seat tonight, Pierce Outlaw. 
Hello, all you irredeemable, deplorables, dregs of society, and bitter clingers. And unlike the former head of the FBI, <laughs> I learned what I spy meant when I was in kindergarten. I'm telling you what, it goes right to something that somebody else who's in the studio with us today said the other day, sort of tongue-in-cheek, and that would be the firm foundation of the American adversaries, Aubrey Kahn, when he called into the show and said, this is going to be like the Clinton defense. Right. What is the meaning of the word? what the meaning of the word spy, spy is. is. And that's what James Comey, Lion, Leakin' Thief, and Jim Boy Comey took on yesterday. And we'll be uh, speaking with Sidney Powell. She'll be joining us at the top of the next hour. So if you tuned in to hear Sidney Powell, she'll be joining us at 610. And we will be asking her about the, the meaning of the word spy, amongst other things having to do with the bar testimony and Greg Craig being uh, indicted and, and other things. So that's that will be in the next hour of the show. <laughs> also in the studio is our buffer man, the man who has really got our, our website cranking, and that, of course, is Matt Buff. Hey, good to see you guys. Uh, you know, spy rhymes with lie, and Democrats don't know what that means either. <laughs> it's good to live in a country where we have cows and airplanes, too, so let's keep it going. There you go. Uh, evidently, they don't know the meaning of the word. We also have with us today, checking in, uh, fresh off the legislative session, which is still in session, so he'll be heading back up to Tallahassee here in, uh, in a day or two, is... Uh, representative from District 20... 28. 28 in Seminole County, Colonel David Smith. Great to be with you today. Always a pleasure. And I am the philosopher, political mad scientist, Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. And uh, if you have any questions for the Colonel about what's going on Representative Smith about what's going on in Tallahassee. Give us a call, but don't wait. He's going to be here for about 30 minutes, and then he has to move on. So 407-774-8255 is the number. While we have him here, this is where we're going to start tonight. Uh, Colonel, the uh, legislative session is scheduled to end when? 7th of May is what they call sine die, and that's uh, they close the books. Uh, in Florida, the legislature is only scheduled to meet for 60 days a year, and uh, and and more. The clock's ticking. And the only thing you have to do, as you said, is a budget. Is everything on schedule? I think it is. Uh, bills are moving. Bills are dying. Uh, you know, it just. I like the way you characterized how the bills are are sort of disappearing. Uh, it, 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 it's it's one of those things. Is only about three thousand bills get filed. Only about two hundred and fifty will ever make it to the governor's desk. So you, you, you just think of it in your mind as the salmon swimming upstream, and all along the way the bears are eating them, and that's what's going on in the legislature with good legislation and, and some bad legislation too. But uh, it's just the process. It's deliberative. It's meant to ensure that we don't act too quickly to make it easy to pass laws, and, and uh, it, it, uh, it's it's definitely a strange process but it works yeah, well the a bear got one of the bills that we preferred that it hadn't got and that was the heartbeat bill yeah the fe the unfortunately the uh, the fetal heartbeat bill that would have made abortion uh, not an option once a doctor detected a fetal heartbeat that uh, disappointingly with, with conditions there were conditions cor correct in it. yeah so, but it never even got a hearing never got through its first committee and I I was disappointed in that but uh, it was just not a priority for this session, but it doesn't mean it can't come back 
uh, in the next session. Uh, you have some success of your own that you can brag about. Uh, you're, uh, did, didn't you tell us last time the first bill that the governor signed was one you had co-sponsored? The, 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 first, the first bill that I, uh, I pushed through the House, the governor signed on Tuesday. So I I'm, I'm uh, honored, uh, uh, proud to be and able to say that. what uh, was that? It was an interstate compact for military children. It's a, it's a bill that helped uh, active duty military that moved to Florida when their children come in. You know, they, they come from over overseas schools or schools from around the, the country? Do they have the right uh, transcripts? Do they have enough credits to graduate from a Florida school? And the compact resolves those kind of issues. And uh, the governor signed that on Tuesday. Uh, I was the bill sponsor, and uh, I was the first one of the, my freshman class, those of us that were elected in 2018, uh, to, uh, to uh, have a bill signed by the governor. Congratulations. You got a couple of other ones that are have yet to be snagged by bears. Is that no, correct? No, I had uh, two. I passed two off the House floor on uh, on Thursday. Uh, that uh, one is an insurance bill that will help uh, uh, Floridians that buy property and casualty insurance. Another one uh, that uh, House Bill 651, if you have a medical device in your home that's uh, electrically powered, uh, maybe a respirator or oxygen generator, even a wheelchair that needs to be powered, that the, the power companies can't shut your power off for non-payment without adequate notification. And and I, I didn't think it was much of a bill. There's actually 24,000 Floridians that are in this situation that have these devices and, and they run in, you know, you come out of the hospital, you come out of a rehab facility and you come home and nobody's been paying your bills and, uh, and before you can get to it, your power gets shut off. So this bill takes that into account. Uh, nobody gets out of their bill. Right. You know, as a conservative Republican, fiscal right. conservative, uh, everybody's going to pay their bill, but it gets adequate notice. That that uh, that cleared, and it's moving in the uh, moving in the Senate also. What about uh, school choice? How are those bills developing? Uh, it's uh, the school choice bill is is moving uh, very well. I expect that to uh, go through of both houses because remember, everything that I do in the House, I have to have a companion bill in the Senate. Right, and then once they they get uh, through conference, get uh, matched up. Uh, then, then that's when it's approved and goes to the to the governor, and and that's moving. That is a uh, school choice was a major campaign promise of mine and of Governor DeSantis. Uh, so there's absolute uh, uh, momentum there, and and that's moving along well. What about the so-called sanctuary city bill? That I'm, that that's moving. I think it's gonna it, it'll move through the House. It, it, the problem will always be in the Senate. And that's where the bears might snag it. There's a lot more bears in the Senate than there are in the House. And yeah. the Senate is where a lot of bills go to die. Pretty much, Absolutely. Uh, what about um, uh, the? Or is there, is there going to be any legislation involving gun rights? Uh, yes. Uh, matter of fact, I'm running a gun bill now, uh, House Bill 487. It's, it's up on the calendar next week. It could very well be the first bipartisan uh, gun legislation in recent recent memory. My primary co-sponsor is uh, uh, Representative Mike Gottlieb from uh, Broward County. So he he's the he's a Democrat in the bluest of blue uh, seats, and uh, and he's my primary co-sponsor. And and it would allow SWAT team paramedics who are firefighters that are on a SWAT team to be able to carry a weapon and defend themselves. And we're we're working that together. That's pretty amazing that uh, it is a, a gun-related bill, but it, it has it does have to do with first responders, and but nonetheless to have Democratic support. Is he a lone Democrat, or are there others oh, like him? Oh no, it, I've uh, I've passed it through three committees. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not sure the exact vote count, but it's a whole bunch to one. <laughs> I've had one one person vote against it. Uh, other than that, we've had uh, strong bipartisan support. Okay. Yeah, and uh, back to the heartbeat bill, uh, there was an article in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution this morning, and we know that uh, Alyssa Milano and a lot of Hollywood people signed a petition that was presented to Governor Kemp up there about boycotting uh, the state of Georgia and the film industry, which is quite large in Georgia. You might not believe it, as, but it's true. As a matter of fact, Georgia now leads the country in motion picture productions. And the that Atlanta, includes Hollywood. Yeah, and the article in the Atlanta Journal and Constitution, which is definitely a liberal rag, stated that no businesses had really challenged the governor and that they'd seen broad support and there was no economic boycotts to speak of. Um, as far as the um, the the um, the guns thing has there been any blowback because during the campaign we heard about how the new commissioner of agriculture who's a democrat was going to make it harder and higher hurdles to get concealed carry has there been any uh, talk of that or any blowback from that uh, absolutely none uh there, there was talk about moving it uh under uh, fdle the to concealed carry permit that's that's not going to happen As a matter of fact i think florida uh, just went over 2 million Floridians out of 21 million that have concealed carry permits, myself included. Okay. Uh, once again, we are speaking with our House representative from District 28 here in Central Florida, and that is Colonel David Smith. And we're speaking about the legislative session, which is going on right now. Once again, if you have any questions for, for Representative Smith, call us at 407-774-8255. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I just had a quick question for you. A big national issue is uh, driver's license to vote. Is that something I know that they're handling uh, things like the heartbeat bill in, in uh, uh, Ohio and Georgia and things like that? We want to get more movement in Florida for sure on that. But since that is something that's federally mandated, can we look at something like uh, driver's license to vote in Florida? Can that be handled on a state level? Absolutely, and it's mostly done down at the uh, supervisor of elections because those are that's really where the issues. Elections are a state responsibility, but each supervisor of elections uh, is really responsible for their own ship. And we can see when it's done right, like it like it is done uh, typically in Seminole County in my yes. district, and you can see, oh my goodness, uh, we've all been through it down in South Florida when we have a supervisor of election that uh, gets off the reservation and uh, and and. Uh, uh, it's it's problem. So I, that that is uh, not a major. There is major uh, election reform legislation coming that's in response to what supervisor of elections wanted to correct. And I know the the bill that's uh, that's moving now by uh, Representative Blaze and Golia uh, is uh, uh, fixes thirteen of the takes takes into account thirteen of the sixteen recommendations. That the supervisor of elections, uh, 67 across the uh, the state, uh, made recommendations, and the legislature is taking action on that right now. It can be embarrassing when we have the Brevard County problem, but like you said, I live in Seminole County, and they do ask for ID, and it just it seems like if we have a good model in the state, other counties should follow it. Now, there's there's a lot of things that we're doing doing well in the state, and and uh, I tell you, I'm happy to be supporting uh, Governor DeSantis in a couple of his major areas because uh, he ran on school choice, and that's moving. Uh, tell you the other thing is uh, uh, Everglades restoration and the commitment of this governor and Republicans in the legislature in order to address some of the environmental issues that we have with the uh, 
the red tide uh, with algae blooms, uh, cleaning up the Everglades, and there'll be more money put into clean water in Florida under this governor than, than anybody has ever seen. And it's the right thing to do. Because again, uh, uh, you know, people don't come to live or visit Florida because we have great strip malls. It's, it's our clean water, it's our waterways, it's our wildlife, it's our green space beaches, that make beaches, Florida, yeah. Florida. And we got to protect that. Uh, uh, absolutely. Once again, uh, we're speaking with Representative David Smith of District 28 here in Central Florida about the, flood, uh, excuse me, the Florida legislative session, which is going on presently as we speak in Tallahassee. Uh, what about is, uh, is real quickly, speaking of uh, environmental things, what about oil drilling? Is there going to be any type of legislation along those lines? I think the governor's already made it clear he's not for fracking and dr- offshore drilling. Is, it, is legislation, legislation necessary even at this point? Uh, n- no, and we're, and we're in response to the, uh, the uh, uh, constitutional amendments where they're on the ballot in November, and those, and those uh, to, to a great degree, are self-executing. Okay. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back, once again, Representative Colonel David Smith is with us. And he'll be going back to Tallahassee on Sunday to, once again, take care of our business, that is, the state of Florida's business. And we'll be talking about the business of the state of Florida, the budget and health care and other things when we come back with more of the American Adversaries radio show. FM 105.5 and AM 660. The answer. The countdown is on to our 2017 Pastors Masters. Monday, April 10th at Orange County National. One of the best courses in the state. Pastors, active or retired. Register right away at am660theanswer.com for this absolutely free day of golf, food, and fellowship. It's our way of saying thank you for all you do for our community and the kingdom. A free day of golf at Orange County National. The best Pastors Masters yet. Space is limited. Register now at am660theanswer.com. We'll see you there. Folks, please help me welcome Jeff Bonning and Images Auto Spa to our stable of sponsors. Some of the largest purchases we make are the vehicles we drive. It makes sense to protect them. That's where Images Auto Spa can help you, whether you're the driver on the go or the do-it-yourselfer. They utilize state-of-the-art auto care products and techniques coupled with years of experience to deliver you the best possible results for the interior and exterior of your vehicle or boat. You'll find them at 4707 East Colonial Drive or on 4 434, just north of 436. Visit ImagesAutoSpa.com. Mention the American adversaries to get 15% off. ImagesAutoSpa.com. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic I-4 westbound slow from Lake Mary to past 192 eastbound I-4. Slow from 192 to past Lake Mary. Got some crashes. Sand Lake at OBT and Goldenrod at Curry Ford. 429 going slow southbound. Coming out from the Turnpike. Turnpike slow both ways from the beach line to 192. Beach line slow around I-4 and eastbound slow from Cimarron to the Greenway. That's your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica.
That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you got the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday, live in the Relaxing Comfort Studios. Once again, we have uh, Representative Colonel David Smith with us here, Florida Legislative Session, in session right now. Let's talk about a couple of things. Of course, the budget has to be done, and then there is health care. There are some health care bills that are working their way through right now, and of course, that would be have a huge, excuse me, a huge effect on the budget. So let's start with health care. What's going on there? I tell you, there's a, a several uh, health care uh, bills that are moving through the House, and, and I think we'll have good support in the Senate. Uh, the uh, Speaker Oliva, uh, Jose Oliva, is the Speaker of the House. He is uh, uh, just a superb gentleman, uh, gr- uh, conservative family man, a man of faith. I have the utmost respect for him. And, and he, health care reform is his major agenda item this session. And we have uh, several bills uh, that expand, uh, that passed this week, that expand telehealth no, passed care. passed the House this week. Pa- passed the House this week. And so they still have to get through the Senate. Exactly. Okay, and and some of the aspects are already through, and, and uh, okay. then there will be, be a reconciliation uh, conference between the House and the Senate. But uh, uh, telehealth, uh, in order to, to give greater access uh, to health care through telemedicine, is uh, moving forward. Another thing... Uh, 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 Representative Renner uh, up in uh, uh, is is uh, just pushed through a bill also that's uh, that'll create health savings accounts for every Floridian who wants them. Uh, there's other aspects. Great that, uh, idea. Oh, oh yeah, there. I mean, there's a there's I mean, a lot it's of been long and you know works. Yeah, but probably one of the biggest things that is a barrier that has is breaking down barriers to entry that it's going to lower costs for Floridians is uh, we are going to once and for all uh, remove the certificate of need requirement, which is if you wanted to build a hospital in area, you, you, you had to go get the permission of your competitor in order to be able to build a hospital. And, and so we're, we're knocking that down and, and the federally, that federal law was changed back in the eighties, but, uh, and 30 States have done it already. So Florida is going to do it this year. I'm confident that bill will move through the Senate in some fashion. It includes not only hospitals, but hospice care and, uh, and, uh, uh nursing homes. I'm not so sure those aspects will make it through to the final bill, but they're doing things that are, uh, uh using free market uh, forces in, into the into the uh, medicine that are really going to have a real uh, opportunity to drive health care costs down. And those costs go directly into the pockets uh, of Floridians. Okay. The, there is a, a controversial health care bill uh, having to do with prescription drugs. Uh, explain that. And that did pass out of the House, but there are some conservative organizations that are opposed to it. Right. Uh, House Bill 19 uh, would allow for Upon federal approval, remember, just because we do it in Florida doesn't mean we necessarily get to do it. We've got got to got to work with the feds. But uh, uh, Representative Leak uh, uh, from Palm Bay uh, pushed that through, and uh, actually he's, he's from Daytona area. And uh, but uh, it's it would allow the importation of, of uh, prescription drugs through Canada. Uh, primarily, and uh, use use Canada as a transshipment port because many of the the prescription drugs that we get right here in the United States are manufactured overseas. And 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 what this bill does is, uh, and there's so many quality control issues put in place. I, I am not concerned at all about getting these fake drugs and and uh, uh, from from overseas. That's not what the bill does uh, at all. But it's going to drive down significant costs. But it requires federal approval. So 
we're, we're out there trying to to because to, healthcare costs and and prescription drug costs are a huge hit to the wallet of Floridians, and we're the legislature is moving in a direction that will that will lessen that burden on on each uh, Floridian. What do you think the chances of that bill passing are? Uh, it's already out of the House. I, I think it'll get some good support in the Senate. I mean, AARP is uh, coming out uh, in support of it, and there's already companies operating in Florida that import. Uh, drugs from Canada, uh, and uh, and they pass those savings on to Floridians. One last question about that: Has the governor indicated he would sign it? I, I haven't heard directly on that specific issue about the governor. Are we going to have tax holidays this year? Uh, absolutely. There'll, there'll be a school tax holiday. There'll be a hurricane supply uh, holidays. Uh, th- those will continue. Uh, there's also a, a, the business lease tax, which is Florida's the only state that taxes business leases, and there's a, there's going to be a, some relief on that area. Not as much as, it's about a billion dollars a year, and, and I, I'd love to just rip the Band-Aid off once and for all, but uh, we're going to take it on incrementally. All but, right. Well, thanks for taking on these problems for the state of Florida. We'll look forward to an update here when you're back in town again. Thank you very right. much. Once again, Colonel David Smith, our representative from District 28 here for the Florida House, doing a bang-up job. All right, once again, you're listening to the American Adversaries. When we come back, we have some other news of the day. And don't forget, at 6 o'clock, and during 6 o'clock, top of the hour, we're going to have Sidney Powell join us, former federal prosecutor, to talk about all the latest, shall we say, block, shall we say, blockbuster legal news <laughs> we got it all right here tonight we'll be right back fm 105.5 and am 660 the answer with srn news i'm john scott president trump now says he is strongly looking at the idea of transporting migrants to so-called sanctuary cities that don't cooperate with federal immigration authorities at the white house today police have taken a man into custody after he doused himself to light himself on fire without success he was then detained by Secret Service and other police presence. A suspect has been arrested at the Mall of America in Minnesota after a five-year-old was either pushed or thrown off a balcony and fell three floors. Police don't think there's any relationship between the man and the child or the child's family. The boy is in unknown condition. Stocks finish broadly higher on Wall Street. Banks led gains after solid quarterly profit reports from J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo. The Dow gained 269 points. The NASDAQ was ahead 37. This is SRN News. Do you suffer from lower back pain? Do you ache worse after sitting in a regular chair? Are you one of 80% of Americans who suffer debilitating back pain sometime in your life? Then you need to try the perfect chair at Relax and Comfort. Designed after the NASA G couch for astronauts, the perfect chair offers you comfort that no other chair can. Sitting in an average chair places over eight times more pressure on your spine than standing. The effects of this over time cause the average person to shrink one to two inches, but not with the perfect perfect chair. It's motorized and has individual elevation for the head and feet, providing you with every option you need for a pain-free experience. So try the perfect chair at Relax and Comfort and ask about no interest financing. Mention the promo code American Adversaries and get 50% off Maloof Bamboo Bed Linens or Essential Oil Sleep Pillows all month. Relax and Comfort is family-owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Go to RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Get your perfect chair and enjoy blessed relief and unparalleled comfort today. 
Dennis Prager here. I'm coming to Orlando on May 6th with 105.5 FM and AM 660 The Answer to release my book that day, The Rational Bible Genesis. Get your tickets today at 660theanswer.com. And the latest answer traffic now. Here's your latest answer news update. Man shot by cops in Azalea Park. They were responding to calls about him near the corner of Old Cheney and Forsyth. Said he was waving around a gun. Cops arrived. He pulled out the object. Cops opened fire. Turns out that the gun was fake. The man's in stable condition at Orlando Regional. He's expected to face charges of aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer. We've got Dennis Prager coming to town soon. You can see him live and in person. For more information, go to the AnswerOrlando.com. Bad crash last night near Colonial on 429 around 930 at night. Pickup truck lost control, went across 429 from the northbound side, rolled over onto a car going southbound. Driver of the car and a passenger in the pickup were killed. Driver of the pickup and another passenger from the pickup were taken to the hospital with major injuries. No word about seatbelts or alcohol charges pending. We've got partly cloudy skies, slight chance of showers, 80 by 8 tonight. Your answer for the latest local news and traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees, and you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida. NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. In traffic, we've got the answer. Answer traffic I 4 going slow westbound Lake Mary to 434 and from Par to past 192. Eastbound I 4 slow from 192 to Lee and from 434 to past Lake Mary. Got some crashes, Sand Lake at OBT and Goldenrod at Curry Ford. 429 southbound going slow coming out from the turnpike. Turnpike slow both ways from the beach line down to 192. That's your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. 
Hi, this is Roxy Astor from Glow, one of the Park Avenue knockouts. When I'm not shopping or getting my nails done, I listen to the American Adversaries on AM 660, The Answer, W-O-R-L. These guys are the best when it comes to political professional wrestling. I'd step in the ring any day with these guys, but of course I'd win. <laughs> she keeps saying that. We're not so sure about it. We'll have to find out one day. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You got the American Adversaries here live on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. Got Pierce Outlaw in the studio. Got the firm foundation of the American Adversaries in the studio, Aubrey Kahn. Got our buffer man, Matt Buff, our web guy in the web, in the studio. I am Christopher Hart. Jeff is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. We just had uh, Colonel David Smith, representative from Florida District. 28 House Representatives, and we got a question on our YouTube channel, and that was from David, and he was asking about Senate Bill 144, which requires Florida high school students to pass a finance class. <laughs> and uh, Personal finance class. Right, personal finance class, and indeed, the colonel is for it. It does have some momentum. It is moving along, and he is co-sponsoring the House version of the bill. This was initially sponsored by, in the Senate by Dorothy Huckel, who died uh, while serving, and uh, it is now being primarily sponsored in the Senate by Elizabeth Elizabeth Fetterhoff. So Senate Bill 144, which would require a finance uh, class for graduation requirement in Florida high schools, is moving along. Okay, thank you for the question, David. And that's something we sorely need because with so many homes now that are single-parent homes where the parents are working and they just don't have the time or the resources to educate the kids properly before dumping them out in the world and their credit's ruined before it ever gets started. And any of you high schools or middle schools out there listening, I'll teach the class for free. Call me. That's Pierce Outlaw, Patriot Home Funding, myphf.com. There can you I go. invite AOC to come to that? Maybe she, she, she can learn a few things about it, too. money and spending. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh, also, now, a little bit later on in the show, we're going to have Sidney Powell join us at 610. And then in the second half of that hour, we're going to have the killer bee, B. Brian Blair, join us. And... You know, of course, he's professional wrestling. They got the Cauliflower Alley Club convention. Uh, I think it's either going on or just happened. Uh, but anyway, there's going to be pro wrestling going on right here in Central Florida Tuesday night at Pro Wrestling 2.0 right over here in Winter Park. You folks, if you've been listening to the show, you know every now and then we have tickets to give away, and it is a real hoot. Marvin grabs them anytime he can. Well, you might want to try to beat him to him tonight because we got a couple of pairs of tickets to War of Supremacy which is going to be Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday night at Pro Wrestling 2.0. If you'd like some great seats, and you might even end up with a wrestler or wrestler et in your lap, uh, you will want to go. It's great fun for the whole family. War of Supremacy tickets available right now. Call at 407-774-8255. we got two pairs to give away to the first two callers, 407 774 Five five, and of course that is the comment line as well. The uh, as I alluded to earlier, Aubrey Khan hit the nail on the head the other night when he said, "What is what, how did you put it? What is the meaning it of the word?" Depends on your definition of the what the word spy is. Uh, yeah, and because last night was it last night or yesterday when Comey was appearing at a uh, sort of a, a town hall type setting where he's sitting down on stage being asked questions. 
he actually said that he never thought that, and I'll paraphrase, lawful surveillance, court-ordered surveillance, is spying. <laughs> it's it. So, well, what else is it? I mean, the, the spying is simply a short way of saying surveillance. Surveillance. But if you're watching me and I don't know it, you're spying you're on me. You're a spying, right? N- not if you're a Democrat. Well, if it's a Republican doing it to a Democrat, then it's spying. It's espionage. It's Guilty as charged. Yeah, but here's sort of the beauty of what Comey did. See, he's not quite so smart as he thinks he is, because he's trying to dis- he's trying to draw a distinction, and in doing so, he's admitting that they did it. Whatever you want to call it, whether it's called surveillance, court order, or whatever, or you want to call it spying, he's admitting that it happened. That's an excellent point because he testified that he didn't do it. That's right. He said he didn't do it. Right. And now he's like, well, we didn't call it that, but. But, but, <laughs> so, you know, the American public is not as stupid as these people think. And when they hear surveillance, they know what it means. They know that if they are being surveilled, they're being spied on. And it doesn't have to be international James Bond intrigue to qualify as spying. Uh, a neighbor can spy on a neighbor, right? And so th- th- this this sort of you know splitting hairs is not, going, is not going to that's right is not <laughs> going to do them any good. Now, do you think that uh, Comey's one of the eight people mentioned in the uh, criminal referrals from Devin Nunez? I do believe. I'd be surprised if he's not. It's uh, not going to be eight no names. It's well, going to be people we know. Yeah, it's it's going to be Strock. It's going to be him. Probably McCabe. Um, Comey or. Bruce Orr, uh, it, it, and but there'll there'll be others as well. That but the 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 point is is for for public consumption here. What he has done is admitted what President Trump has been saying all along, and that is that the FBI was surveilling him and going through a court in order to get permission to do so. And Americans traditionally don't like that. William Barr made reference the other day when he was being questioned. I believe it might have been the Senate committee, it might have been the House. Anyway, what he said was he was being asked, you know, you know, do you think this is right, that the president was under surveillance? And he said, you know, I grew up in a generation where this was, you know, this people would have been appalled by this. You know, the, the, this just this this was this you don't do. This this is not American. I'm I'm putting words in his mouth in his mouth, but that's what he was saying. And it, the Democrat response, Chris, is that there is no evidence of it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Everything that Nunez's committee did with uh, John Radcliffe, um, Meadows, Trey Gowdy was aimed at demonstrating this spying, and it's in the public arena, if not in the congressional record. So yes, there is plenty of evidence. Yes, there is, and you have to have stuff written down to get a FISA warrant. You have to have all this. I mean, people don't even know what a FISA court was until this thing happened, so that means it really happened, but they they made a... Oh, I'm sorry. They made a they made a great point um, uh, earlier with William Barr. He doesn't say no. Uh, so he's going after something unless he already knows something. And when he testified that yes, we are looking into this, he would not do that unless there was direct reasons why. That's his reputation. 
And Chris, do you think that I've I've come to believe that the only reason this thing has been as veiled as it has two reasons. Number one, the administration wanted the Mueller report done so that they could the Democrats could not say that you're just doing this to obstruct the Mueller investigation. That's number one. And number two, it's very apparent that the British intelligence agency partnered with the Obama administration to kick off the spying. And so how much are we going to expose of what the British did? I spy a little Democrat lie. Right. So there definitely was spying going on. As I said, Comey as much as admitted it in his little splitting of hairs there about what do you actually call it or not. And so this is, uh, you know, the president is being vindicated by all of this. Whether you want to argue exonerated, that's a whole different thing. But he's certainly being vindicated because what he said was going on, indeed, was going on. And uh, now we'll be taking this up a little bit more with Sidney Powell here at the top of the hour. But this, this kind of thing is only going to get worse for the Democrats because, as Matt just alluded to, Attorney General Barr is going to go down this path. He's not going to be afraid of going down this path. Now, the question is going to be, and I just want to put this out there as a, ca- a caution. By the way, Anthony and Marvin got the tickets. I knew Marvin would. <laughs> Anthony got it anyway. Uh, but uh, So they'll be going to War of Supremacy on Tuesday night. It'll be a, a lot of fun for them. The, uh, the, the, the situation here is the, the, this, this whole investigation has now turned against the Democrats. And... William Barr is right at the middle of it. But the the situation that he's going to have to really examine is, yes, Trump was spied on, but did they have a good reason to do it? And, of course, they're going to argue they did. This is what Comey has been arguing all along. And was the spying carried out in a lawful manner? In a lawful manner, exactly. And they have been arguing all along that it was. And simply because they presented bad information to the FISA court, even knowingly, knowing not that it was bad, but that it was not, shall we say, the best. Once again, we don't know how often they do this. This could very well be SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. Because as we talked about uh, the other night, when they get a tip... They don't care where it comes from. What they care is what the tip is. Yeah, and as we discussed last week with Sydney, just because something's unethical does not necessarily mean it's illegal. Right. So don't go thinking that these people are going to get run up the rail, run down the rail because of what they did to get Trump, so to speak. But they could very well be in legal jeopardy if they lied about it before Congress and things like that. So we may have to be able just to hang our hat on what we can get out of this and don't go grabbing for, you know, don't go thinking like the Democrats did. Oh, we got this big, huge thing out here we're going to expose and all of that. It may not happen, okay? I'm just simply saying that what we have here is a clash of cultures, And I'm here to tell you, these FBI people, whether they liked Trump or not, we know they hated him, I'm here to tell you, when they get a tip like this, their inclination is to believe it, to take it seriously. 
As Comey said, you would have wanted us to be fired if we had not done what we did. And in his mind, I can see that logic, right? He's sitting there thinking, we get tips from bad people all the time, but a lot of times the tips turn out good. And uh, by the way, you know, uh, when people get political opposition dirt on another candidate, oftentimes it's right. So why shouldn't we take it seriously? Yeah, and I think the problem that the American public is going to have when everything comes to right is that you had two separate investigations done by the same people, the first being into the Clinton emails, and that was handled one way, and then right. the counterintelligence investigation into the Trump campaign was handled in a completely different way, right. and that's not right. Right. Well, the, the remedy may be not so much that uh, they go down for what they did to Trump, but that Hillary goes down for what they didn't do to her. You were going to say something. Well, yeah, and then I know Aubrey wanted to say something. But real quick, just for two years, we've been getting beat up as Trump supporters and told we're Russian bots, told Russian collusion every day on the news. You know, a, a lot of people are just upset. Now that they're now that the thing's over and the special counsel's walking away and there is no collusion, some of us just want a little payback. And you're right, we got to be patient, but you just can't go after people like this. Based on no evidence, there's got to be a reason it came out, especially with this phony dossier and stuff like that. You can't just do that to an American well, once president again, just because you don't you see, like them. We know the dossier's <laughs> phony. We know it's a joke. But when it came to them, what I'm trying to tell you is they took it seriously. Yeah. Okay? That's true. And in their minds, now they have the responsibility to dig into it. And again, their bias may not be illegal. It was definitely unethical. But it might not be illegal. And that's it's the point I'm making here. That's the point I mean. <laughs> Let's don't make the same mistake the Democrats did and think, oh, we got them now. We're going to perp walk them to jail. That's we right. don't know that. What we do know is they did Trump wrong, but he still won the election. Aubrey. All right. So would the Justice Department file charges against Democrats if it came to light? that they were colluding with the FBI and the Department of Justice and the media and the media <laughs> to get this investigation going. Do you think if it led down to Hillary and Barack Obama that charges would be filed? You'd have to tell me what law they broke. That's the whole point here. We play nasty, dirty politics in this country, okay? Yeah. And that involves a lot of unsavory behavior. Unsavory, as Pierce said, is not necessarily illegal. True, but they would have used the evidence against Trump to impeach him. Yeah. Right? So, presumably. Right. So what would happen to President Obama now that he's no longer president? What would happen to Hillary Clinton? What would happen to Justice uh, to to uh, Comey and all the other co-conspirators? Okay, first of all, we don't know that Hillary Clinton is a co-conspirator of anything. What we do know is she paid for some dirt on Trump. Okay, which in and of itself is absolutely legal. It's, legal. it's a whole industry that does uh, that. Yes, okay? there is. So. All she, did, new, yeah. all she did was run, in her mind, the, the campaign she thought was going to win. Now, if she laundered money in order to hide what she was doing, that could very well be a campaign finance or a federal statute violation. 
But the fact, simple fact of paying for dirt on an, on a, an opposing candidate is not at all illegal. And also, to your question, we know for a fact that the FBI leaked the dossier to David Korn and Ignatius of the Washington Post to try to get it published to make it a, a public interest as a record so it could be used as evidence in a FISA warrant. Now, is that illegal or is it just unethical? Right. Uh, didn't the Post decline to, pu- to publish it? Yeah, basically? they couldn't verify it, so yes, they didn't, right. yeah. Right. So I, I understand where you're coming from here. But what I'm saying is this was all wrapped in and around a presidential campaign, mm-hmm. you see? So you, you can't set that aside. And as far as Obama, we do know that Obama uh, authorized a counterintelligence operation to try to figure out what the Russians were doing and presumably to do something about it. And if all of this was tied into that, it would only be natural that that would become part of the investigation. The only thing that makes this all seem, however, very weird is that nobody told Trump, right? Presumably, if you think the Russians are trying to work through Trump, you would go to Trump and say, Mr. Trump, we think the Russians are trying to work through you. So here's what we would like to do. We would like you to help us catch them. Or if they thought there were agents of Russia in his campaign, like, for example, Papadopoulos, uh, Gates, Manafort, these guys, you go to the candidate. I guarantee you they would have given Hillary Clinton the same courtesy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, unverified does not mean uh, it should not be looked into. I just got a, a, a message from somebody. Uh, yeah. Un- they did look into unverified, it. that's why they looked into it. And found nothing. To see if it was verified. <laughs> you see, this is, this is the, the, the logic that they can be using here. You see? So they get this tip. They don't know if it's verified or not, but it seems to be serious. It involves the Russians. We've got all this other information coming in from intelligence agencies talking about the Russians doing this, the Russians doing that. So what are they going to do, just throw it in the trash? I can see where they would naturally be very curious. Now, once again, did they do anything illegal uh, in, in order to do this? That That's where we're going to find out. But that would have to do with their methodology, not their suspicions. Whether their suspicions were also based in political bias or not. Once again, we're talking about a clash of cultures. You cannot understand the way these people think if you're trying to think with your own brain how they think. You've got to think the way they think to understand how they think. Well, let me ask you this. Based on just what you said, to look into something's one thing, but to spend millions and millions of dollars, have hundreds of agents and millions of documents just to see if a if something's verifiable, well, now I'm talking about this. I'm primarily talking about the investigation prior to the special counsel investigation. Okay, I thought okay. you were talking about the that's special entirely counsel. separate. Yeah. Okay. So I'm talking about what Comey said I yesterday. I got you. See. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll take JJ's phone call. You're listening to the American Adversaries. Don't remember, don't forget. Uh, and please remember, Sidney Powell will be joining us right after the top of the hour. And at the bottom of the next hour, the Killer B, Brian Blair, will be joining us live from the Hive. B, Brian Blair, that is. We'll be right back. FM 105.5 AM 660, The Answer. 
Ladies and gentlemen, do you ever feel unappreciated? Like good customer service is a thing of the past? Then you need to go to Images Auto Spa on Wednesday, which is Customer Appreciation Day. Not only will you get the same professional courteous service you get at Images Auto Spa every day, but you'll get it at a discount. For instance, a wash, vacuum, clean the wheels, and glass, all for just $11 every Wednesday. Images Auto Spas are conveniently located at 4007 East Colonial Drive and on State Road 434, just north of 436. Feel customer appreciation in a tangible way every Wednesday at Images Auto Spas. Visit ImagesAutoSpa.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic westbound I-4 going slow from Lake Mary to past 192 eastbound I-4. Slow from 192 to 436 and past Lake Mary. Got some crashes 434 at 414 Colonial at Alafaya and Colonial at Kirkman. 429 going slow southbound coming out from the Turnpike. Turnpike slow both ways from the beach line to 192. That's your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorita. Gentlemen, you got the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. Want to go right to JJ. I think we just have enough time for her phone call. Hey, JJ, how you doing tonight? Hi, guys. Good. Good panel tonight. Good discussion, as always. I just wanted to say um, about William Barr the other day, watching him at that hearing. He reminds me of Columbo because he's real low-key <laughs> he and uh, nonchalant and matter-of-fact and yeah. not alarmist at all, and he just kind of slips in there, you know, even though the lady was trying to put words in his mouth, like, you're not saying they actually spy. Right, And he yeah. was kind of looking at her like, what? I mean, it took him a long time to answer, kind of like, you got to be kidding. I love those but long pauses. Yeah, his. yeah, yeah he, is, he is a man of few words and long pauses, and I like that. And he looks at you like you're stupid. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I think that's why he pauses like that is to allow the. Did she really just ask that to set in? You know, indeed, indeed, without having to say it. I'm very impressed with him. Uh, I was hoping that he would turn out to be like this, and he has. And he made it clear in his confirmation hearings he's got nothing to lose. He's he's got everything to gain to try to reestablish the credibility and respectability of the Justice Department. And he knows that he can't do that by playing these games with these fool politicians. So he's going Yeah, to... he's too smart for them. I right. love it. Right. And he's yeah, smart yeah, enough smart. to know that as long as he sticks to the law, he's got nothing to worry about. You know, when he strays away from that, that's when he has something to worry about. Thank you for the phone call, JJ. We appreciate you being out there. Thanks. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say another thing about this, too, is that we know at the worst-case scenario is what we have right now is that the Department of Justice and the FBI have flushed the toilet on the bad actors. So all the guys that were doing all this stuff during the campaign and during the transition and the first hundred days of the Trump administration have been relieved of their jobs. Aubrey, famous last words. I'm out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. <laughs>
All right. Of course, Aubrey will be back, be back with me on and Kathy San Jacinto on Sunday night. So uh, on Sunday, live from 5 to 8, right here on these same great channels. All right. The American Adversaries will be right back after this short break. Once again, thanks for following us on Facebook. If you haven't already, please do so. And thank you in advance. January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the Welcome to hour number two of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Drive time now, prime time, and we are primed and ready to go with this hour. Thanks so much for tuning in. That's right, we're here live on FM 105.5 and AM 660, The Answer in beautiful Central Florida. And you can also see and hear us on the Titan Cave Cam, which feeds to our YouTube channel. That's American Adversaries on YouTube. Please subscribe to us while you're there. And you can access that YouTube channel via our Facebook page, which is 
American adversaries on Facebook. Got Pierce Outlaw, Patriot Home Funding, in the studio, along with Noster Dennis. He is in the Aubrey Con seat. Yeah, he has replaced Aubrey. And we also have the Buffer Man, Matt Buff. I am Christopher Hart. Jeff's on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. We have so very many legal things that have uh, made made the news this past week that I want to go right to our legal expert. She is a former federal prosecutor, author of the now award-winning book, License to Lie. She is always on fire. You don't believe me? Get one of her Creeps on a Mission t-shirt, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Welcome once again to the show, Sydney Powell. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. All right. I want to start it off. we got a bunch of things to ask you, but I know you're a lot smarter than me, so I'd like you to please explain to me what is the difference between spying and surveillance? <laughs> oh, God, there isn't any. <laughs> but I, I couldn't figure out any difference. Evidently, James Comey can, lying, leaking, thieving Jim Boy Comey. This is just absurd. It's getting to the theater of the absurd, Sydney. when they're splitting hairs. Here's Comey saying, we didn't spy on the man, but we did surveil him. (laughs) Thank thank you very much, right? Right. Yeah, it's just, it's comical. Absolutely comical. I mean, I think we just need to get popcorn and and rare back and watch them all freak out because it's going to get more bizarre by the day. Uh, uh, Indeed. And the bar testimony this week has the Democrats and the liberals and the media ter- tremendously unhinged. He, he did say that there was spying on Trump. But do you think that that was the most important thing that he revealed this week? Um, n- no, I think probably the most important thing he revealed is that he is actually going to be looking into it. <clears throat> And by that, you mean looking into how the investigation was initiated, how it was conducted, everything? Yes, how it all started and whether there was a a viable predicate for it, which I'm pretty sure he's going to find there there wasn't, because we already know, first of all, that Comey gave illegal access to the raw NSA database to three private contractors. We know that from Rosemary Collier's 2017 99-page decision of the FISA court, and that was illegal, and that's probably going to show up in the new Inspector General report coming out on the FISA abuses that I think is going to be stunning. And then we also know that Mr. Coney said when they opened the cases on four American citizens who were working for the Trump campaign, they had no basis to do so. There was no evidence of a crime then, and we know he said there was no evidence of a crime when they handed it off to Mr. Mueller as did Mr. McCabe. So how in the world there could have been any sort of basis for any of it is beyond my comprehension. We also know he said and admitted the Steele dossier was never, ever verified. It still isn't to this day, which means the warrants were totally bogus. We know they lied to the court in getting the warrants. It was all a fraud. It's the biggest fraud ever perpetrated on the courts and the American people. It's the greatest scandal in the history of our country. It's appalling. Sydney Nostra Dennis here, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. What do you think might be an intersection between this story and the Julian Assange story? Do you think he's going to play into um, this investigation at all? 
I think he will. I think there's a whole lot more to the Julian Assange uh, deal that's been struck than meets the eye, but I don't know that I want to speculate on what that is. Uh, Sydney, uh, I want to go back just for a moment, and I was speculating on the show prior to you coming on. Can't Jim Comey and these others argue, yeah, we didn't we knew the thing wasn't verified the dossier, but we felt like it was our responsibility to see if it was legitimate and therefore the investigation. Couldn't they make that argument? Not when they know it was all made up to begin with and they were part of making it up. Okay, so you have to go back to the very beginning and how it started. So what you're With saying, giving illegal access to the NSA database, I'm pretty right. sure is where it started. Okay, so and that them knowing that Christopher Steele was uh, a total fraud and and disavowing him, and then going back and using him, there's nothing that's valid about any of it. Who do you think would have ordered this, or do you think they just kind of organically did it? Uh, no, I think it started uh, with the Obama White House and Brennan. You think Brennan would be the one that would or, have orchestrated this? Oh, I think he's into it up to his eyeballs because Peter Stroke worked for Brennan, as did Nellie Orr, who then went to Fusion GPS. And I'll bet she was one of the people in that raw NSA database looking for whatever she wanted to look for on whoever. In fact, she's already admitted in her testimony she was looking for whatever on General Flynn and all the members of the Trump family and everything else. Now, we know these are high-level Obama administration officials. Do you think it would have gone to President Obama himself or at least to first gal pal Val Jarrett? Oh, I think it went to Obama himself. I'd be surprised if it didn't. I mean, we've got the stroke page text messages saying Obama wanted to know everything. Um, there are other indications that he was involved in it, too, not the least of which is Comey's own memo documenting the meeting in the Oval Office on January 6th when they dispatched Comey to go brief President, incoming President Trump on only the salacious aspects of the Steele dossier so they can plant the news hook for BuzzFeed to go run with it and spread it all through the news to impair the incoming administration and carry out their narrative. I mean, this was, this was quite an orchestrated endeavor. Sydney, in the last half hour, we speculated that the Obama administration, and specifically Brennan, cooperated with British intelligence to hatch the whole thing. And we also know that the Australians were involved, and we've already seen the first payoff of that with Alexander Downer being appointed to the board of directors of Huawei in, in China. But how far would, would they go down this rabbit hole knowing that it could potentially endanger relations with the British and the Australians? Well, I'm hoping President Trump is going to go ahead and declassify everything so we can see exactly how involved they were. I think the American people deserve to know that as part of the sunlight is the best disinfectant okay. whole theory. I mean, we, we need to know who our allies really are and who they aren't and how the Obama administration used them. Right, I, mean, because... I tweeted out some information that came across my desk this week that uh, some people have said is uh, not valid, but I haven't been able to actually disavow it, that Obama had to ask British intelligence to run surveillance on the Trump campaign early in 2016. 
Right. And and that they were doing that. Uh, and that comports with other information that's out there, too. Once again, though, can't they argue that we were simply trying to do our due diligence here to make sure that the Russians weren't tampering with our elections? Oh, that has nothing to do with tampering with the elections. Okay. Matt has a question for you. Yes, Sydney. thank you. Um, special counsels throughout history have been used and. It's been a very special thing because when you use a special counsel, no matter what, when that kind of money and lawyers are involved, you're going to find something. So it's very important to use special counsels. Was this the first time, do you think, in American political history, at least when it comes to a president, that they actually used a a special counsel to investigate something to find a crime instead of actually investigating a crime? Yes. I mean, I would love to see that the letter that Rosenstein gave to Mr. Mueller to begin with that sets out whatever it was he was supposed to investigate, because we know from McCabe and Comey that there was no crime designated to be investigated. So how did we get here? It's literally unprecedented. Speaking of Rosenstein, we knew that uh, Bob, I'm sorry, William Barr was going to be attacked by the Democrats once he seemed to be siding with the Trump argument that he was being spied on and that the liberal media would be attacking him. Are you surprised that Rod Rosenstein is defending him as emphatically as he seems to be? Uh, no, uh, not really. I mean, Rosenstein is in one heck of a vice uh, since he started this whole mess because he wasn't man enough to deal with it himself. Right. And uh, then, you know, he's got to, he's still there, and I think it was just brilliant of Barr to keep him there. Frankly, I don't know that I would have had the stomach to continue working with him to do it. But right. I, I think it was absolutely brilliant of him to making stay to finish cleaning it up and deal with it. So that should work out very well. And also the inspector general still has access to Mr. Rosenstein this way. And I can't imagine he doesn't have a lot more questions for him also now that Mueller is wrapped up because Mueller would have prohibited him from getting all the information he wanted to have until he was finished. Right. Right. Um, as far as the uh, the attorney general goes, when he finally releases the report, and he said he's going to release it to the republic, uh, I'm sorry, to the public as well as to Congress, the same version. Do you think they he should? Let's kind of show if he were listening right now. Would you suggest to him that he has Mueller and Rosenstein standing there with him at the podium when he makes the announcement? Should he do it that way? Oh, uh, whatever way he does it, he's going to be criticized for it. But he's already made it clear that he's that they're reviewing everything and doing it as a joint project. So, I mean, Mueller's probably not going to agree to stand there for it. I don't know. Maybe he can ask him to do that. I don't know that it would really make any difference. It, well, it Everybody's going to have a cow. Well, couldn't he? I mean, if he were of mind to, couldn't he order Mueller to be there? Because Mueller is, technically speaking, he's still the special counsel, isn't he? Yeah, I guess he could. Okay. All right, Sydney, we have to take a break. When we come back, we have some questions. Uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions about your recent article about closing the border and the president's idea about sending illegals to sanctuary cities and let them okay. be let them be sanctuary cities, right, Sydney? Uh, right. 
All right, once again, license and about the award she's won with her book, License to Lie. And you can still get it at licensetolie.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever. And her T-shirt, creepsonamission.com. Get you one of those. They're very, very comfortable T-shirts, very colorful, very cheerful in their own way. And we'll get some smiles at, out of it. Creepsonamission.com, licensetolie.com, or just go to sydneypowell.com. We'll be right back. FM 105.5 and AM 660. The answer. The countdown is on to our 2017 Pastors Masters. Monday, April 10th at Orange County National. One of the best courses in the state. Pastors, active or retired. Register right away at am660theanswer.com for this absolutely free day of golf, food, and fellowship. It's our way of saying thank you for all you do for our community and the kingdom. A free day of golf at Orange County National. The best Pastors Masters yet. Space is limited. Register now at am660theanswer.com. We'll see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, do you ever feel unappreciated, like good customer service is a thing of the past? Then you need to go to Images Auto Spa on Wednesday, which is Customer Appreciation Day. Not only will you get the same professional courteous service you get at Images Auto Spa every day, but you'll get it at a discount. For instance, a wash, vacuum, clean the wheels, and glass, all for just $11 every Wednesday. Images Auto Spas are conveniently located at 4007 East Colonial Drive and on State Road 434, just north of 436. Feel customer appreciation in a tangible way every Wednesday at Images Auto Spas. Visit ImagesAutoSpa.com. Merrily here from Vacation Travel Planners, a member of Cruise Planners with the latest vacation deals. Like Bahama Cruises from $249 per person. Or how about a seven-night Alaska cruise from $649 per person. On Celebrity Cruises, book a balcony or higher on a seven-night select Caribbean, Europe, or Alaska sailings and receive specialty dinner for two. Get free prepaid gratuities on select sailings with Oceana Cruises. Sandals and Beaches all-inclusive resorts are up to 65% off. Get free prepaid gratuities on select Avalon Waterways River Cruises. Give us a call at 321-251-4777. That's 321-251-4777. Or visit us at vacationtravelplanners.com. Keep listening to the American Adversaries for new travel specials every week. Bon voyage! In traffic, we've got the answer. The answer traffic I 4 going slow westbound from Lake Mary to past 192 eastbound I 4 slow from 192 to 436 and past Lake Mary. Got a crash old winter garden at Hiawassee, also Hiawassee at West Point. Turnpike going slow both ways between the beach line and 192 and the beach line going slow around I 4. That's your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners, 
owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show. All right. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We have on the line with us right now our legal expert, Sydney Powell, author of the award-winning book, License to Lie. Sydney, uh, congratulations to you, you but for having License to Lie being named by Book Authority as one of the best political corruption books of all time. I must say, I think it's the best one. Uh, because you nailed this political corruption, what's happening right now, and your book came out in 2014, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you. I Even appreciate it. Bernstein had to wait. Uh, that's right. So, yeah. <laughs> that's right. They had to wait till it happened, right? <laughs> indeed, indeed. So congratulations. It is an excellent book, ladies and gentlemen. Fascinating read. And uh, it is a lot of legal stuff, but she's written it in a fashion where it's very understandable and anybody can read it. It's, it's a true story, but it, it reads sort Sort of like a crime novel. I mean, you'll be riveted by it. It's very well written. Uh, so you deserve every bit of credit you get. Uh, so Thank you. You're welcome. Greg Craig, tell us, is there anything significant having to do with the Mueller probe and other than that it seemed to unturn this problem for Greg Craig? Well, I think the most significant thing about it is that Mr. Mueller didn't indict Mr. Craig and, and sat on this and let it go by instead of indicting it. And it, in fact, I think it got handed off to Southern District of New York and they didn't do anything with it. So it just sat there until DOJ and the District of Columbia picked it up. Do you think this was because of William Barr? Yeah, I think it's because the the rule of law might actually apply now again, which would be a refreshing change Indeed. for the republic. Indeed. And do you think we should expect indictments of John Podesta and his brother next? Um, I would Well, I think one of the Podestas got immunity from Mr. Mueller. I think uh, Tony got immunity, if I remember correctly. Who do you think that maybe some of the eight... Uh, well, there are eight referrals by Nevin, Devin Nunez. I, I don't know that that means there are eight people. I think he said there could be as many as a dozen. Who do you think some of the names that we should expect to see if these referrals are turned into indictments? I would expect uh, one of them is Glenn Simpson of, and Nellie Orr and um, maybe Mr. Comey and Mr. McCabe and uh, I haven't gotten through all the transcripts yet of the people who testified, and not all of them have been released, but I would imagine that there's the number of people from the testimony that they heard. Did who you... Unde- I'm sorry, Sid. Who likely lied to Congress, among right. other things. Did you get to read Priestap's uh, testimony that was released yesterday? Uh, no, I have not read that yet. Do you think that Mueller ever reached out and subpoenaed or put uh, CrowdStrike under oath? Uh, no, it doesn't sound like it. Okay. Uh, 
the real article you wrote over closing the border, I know you discussed this on our show, and the president is now chiding these sanctuary cities. Do you think he's getting closer to your position on all of this? I certainly hope so. And and my position actually wouldn't uh, close the border. It would stop immigration. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. right. Go, go. Yeah, sorry, yeah, he could leave the borders open, although I did have a proposal in there that to put the burden on Mexico to stop any loads of drugs or people coming through the ports of entry. And if they didn't, if a truck or anything came through with a load of drugs or people in it, to close that specific port for 48 hours as an immediate penalty, I think that might have a dramatic effect on shifting some of the burden to them. Okay. But other than that, my proposal is that he stop all immigration and certainly stop it from the countries that are so abusing us and, and shipping hundreds and thousands of people here. Right. Uh, his idea of uh, sending these people waiting for processing to sanctuary cities, of course, the media is kind of blowing it off. Uh, he has said, that, the, or it has been announced anyway, that Department of Homeland Security has already considered it and rejected it. In and of itself, though, it's not an illegal thing for the president to do this, is it? No, I don't know what's wrong with the idea at all. I mean, that's where they would make their way anyway. And they seem to want them, these cities. Yeah. Right. They they want them. They want to take care of them. They've made their cities open to them and uh, are determined to protect them. So it sounds like the perfect place they should go. All right, one more question. You only have 30 seconds. Yes, just real quick on that very note, these uh, Democrats are coming out right now in the last hour saying that this is inhumane, this is something they don't want. What's the <laughs> definition of a sanctuary city, then, if you're not harboring illegals in it? Uh, yeah, these people are just unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well, it's uh, once again, congratulations to you, and uh, thanks so much for being a part of our show. We'll look forward to talking to you again next week, if possible. Sydney Powell Have a great weekend and a great week. Once again, congratulations on the award-winning License to Lie book. Oh, thanks. And I'm on Hannity Tonight. Hannity Tonight. Okay. Congratulations. All right. Thanks. And once again, it's Sydney. Goodbye. Sydney Powell, License to Lie, CreepsOnAMission.com. And she'll be on Hannity tonight, and I'm sure discussing much of what we've been discussing here as well. Okay, you got the American Adversaries. We'll be coming back with uh, Killer B, B. Brian. Back with uh, Killer B, B. Brian Blair. This is Rays Radio. The 0-2 pitch on its way. Check swing, he went. There's no doubt. Taylor is out on strikes, and Blake Snell strikes out the side. Welcome to the 2019 Tampa Bay Rays pregame show, presented by Tampa General Hospital. Other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. And the 0-1, Choi swings and flash one, deep in the air to right center field. G-Man Choi has hit a long, grand slam. Coming up, we preview today's game and take you inside the clubhouse to hear from Rays manager Kevin Cash and the guys who'll call the action, Dave Wills and Andy Freed. Austin Meadows lifts one of the air to deep right. Down the line, gone if it's fair, to the corner. Gone, home run. Austin Meadows with his first as a Ray. The Rays pregame show starts right now. Here's your host, Neil Solons. 
payoff on Thursday. We'll look to keep their winning ways going tonight. Yes, that's tonight. Tampa Bay is 10-3 and and has won four straight after sweeping the White Sox in Chicago. The Rays won 9-1 on Wednesday, and the long ball was a big part of the story. Now says yes, lowers the arm and comes to the plate, a high drive into right field, pushing Palka back to the edge of the warning check. He's at the wall, he jumps up, and it's gone. Another homer, back-to-back. Tommy Pham with a second homer of the day. It is nothing Rays. Tommy Pham homered twice, Austin Meadows once, and that was more than enough for Tyler Glasnow, who struck out a career-high 11 in six-shot-out innings in a 9-1 victory. Now tonight, it's time for the third and final leg of a nine-game, three-city road trip. Tampa Bay meeting former bench coach Charlie Montoyo for the first time as an opponent and of course he's the new manager of the Blue Jays. Ryan Stanek will open for the Rays opposite righty Trent Thornton for Toronto and with more let's hear from the guys calling the action. It's Dave Wills and Andy Free. Guys? Thanks a lot Neil. The Rays road trip continues. It's the first game of three against the Toronto Blue Jays here inside Rogers Center along with Andy Free. I am Dave Wills and Andy you look at the Toronto Blue Jays and the first thing you think about is Charlie Montoyo the longtime Tampa Bay Ray, Devil Ray um, manager within the minor league system and then these last few years as both a third base coach and a bench coach but now he gets his first big league job and while the overall record right now for the Blue Jays is uh, nothing spectacular they are a team that's playing hard they've got some guys that uh, have some young talent some uh, again intensity that they play with they're pitching the ball very very well although the last couple of days the Red Sox kind of nicked them up a little bit and then came back and beat them last night but uh, this should be kind of an interesting series the Blue Jays really aren't expected to do a whole lot they've got some young talent on the uh, on the rise we know there's some guys in the minor leagues that they're all waiting for but they've got a young guy in the mound that's been pitching very very well and he broke a record that Roy Halliday set several years ago yeah and he's striking out guys Trent Thornton's a guy we haven't seen before but came from the Astros on the Aledmus Diaz deal and he's had eight strikeouts and seven strikeouts in his two games so he's been pretty good and I think we're going to be getting to know the Blue Jays over the next few years it's interesting being in Charlie Montoya's office who was he asked most about a guy not even on the team yet Vladimir Guerrero Jr. the number one prospect in baseball is only 20 and it still might be a while till he gets brought up but there is some talent here it's is not your uh not not the old Blue Jays Batista and Carnacion Donaldson Estrada all those guys are gone and there could be more trades to come I think that Blue Jays, though, are a team on the rise. They're going to play with some energy, and Charlie Montoyo is a very, very smart man. Uh, not just uh, outside of baseball, but of course, in baseball. He really is. When you think of how many uh, people have his fingerprint on them throughout the race organization, a very important member to the franchise's history. And then we've got the chess match of Kevin Cash against Charlie Montoyo. Who knows who better? you got the opener against a manager that helped utilize it and devise it. So there's all sorts of interesting thoughts going into this series. Bottom line, I don't think the Rays wanted a day off because they are playing some great baseball at 10-3. and three. But they did get a day off, which has helped uh, the bullpen rest up a little bit, which means that we've got a full complement of arms available after Ryan Stanek starts. So we'll have more on that pitching matchup a little bit before first pitch. Andy will talk with the skipper Kevin Cash, and I'll chat with Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times. Right now we go back to Neil Solans. Thank you very much, Dave. Raised baseball brought to you in part by Little Caesars, where you can get a large bacon-wrapped deep-deep dish for only $12. That's right, just 12 bucks at Little Caesars. Available at participating locations, plus tax where applicable. Coming up, manager... Hey, moms and dads, is your little Rays fan ready for baseball? Does he or she want to play in the big leagues? Then check out Queen Coast Sports Academy here in Orlando, a 60,000-square-foot indoor training facility specifically designed to meet the needs of today's athletes with the latest cutting-edge technology. Some of the area's best college and high school athletes train at Queen Coast. Queen Coast Sports Academy, 4304 Metric Drive in Winter Park, 321-348-7529. Or go online to queencoacademy.com. Queen Coast Sports Academy, a proud sponsor of Rays Baseball. 
You're listening to Rays Baseball on AM660, The Answer. And FM 105.5. And don't forget, while the Rays are on the radio, intelligent conservative programs are online right now at am660theanswer.com. Enjoy the Rays on the radio and your favorite talk programming online. It's all happening here. FM 105.5. AM660, The Answer. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher here. You've heard me over the years with recommendations to make your life better, easier. Well, there's no more personal problem than the pain and embarrassment that often comes with dentures or missing and broken teeth. Let me help. First, you want a trusted expert, Dr. Ronald Travisani at Lifetime Teeth Today, a board-certified oral surgeon right here in Orlando for over 20 years, is that expert. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Get the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon. And by the way, his patients love him. Dr. Travisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations. Call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141 today. FM 105.5 and AM 660. The Answer. Famous Bloomin' Onion. Make dinner delicious tonight. Head to Outback Steakhouse in Tampa Bay. If you can't come to us, we'll deliver your bold Outback favorites to you. Visit Outback.com to order online tonight. Aussie Rules. Thanks for joining us on the race pregame show. Neil Solon's with you. First to three against the Blue Jays in Toronto. And time now for a pregame interview with Kevin Cash brought to you by Tampa General Hospital. They hit it out of the park. Tampa General Hospital is the number one hospital in Tampa Bay. is named by U.S. News and World Report and was named one of America's best hospitals in six specialties. That's world-class care. Tampa General Hospital. Other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. Now with the manager of the race, Kevin Cash in Toronto, Andy Freed. Andy? Okay, Neil, the road trip continues as we chat here with Kevin Cash here in Toronto, Ontario. Game one of the three-game series. And, Skipper, I tell you what, a day off when the team is playing. Do you really not even want days off right now? The team is playing pretty well. That series in Chicago went about as as well as you could have imagined. Yeah, it went well, but we'll, we'll take the day off for sure. And uh, given what we played through on the, the getaway day and then <laughs> how yesterday's day was, it was nice to just kind of sit in a hotel room, not do too much, let the guys rest a little bit, get ready for this weekend series against Toronto. Yeah, we talked about this every year because when we head up north in April or in March or sometimes even in May, the elements do play a factor. And it was uncomfortable, I'm sure, but were you? Su- I don't even know if the word is surprise. I was impressed how well the race hit right out of the gate. I mean, that can't be comfortable hitting conditions and right at the beginning, <laughs> whacking the baseball all over the field. Yeah, uh, the whole game was impressive. I, I was probably most impressed by Tyler Glasnow's performance, but but talking about the offense, uh, it certainly is nice to get to get a lead right out of the gate. You know, a young pitcher throwing for them in Lopez, who's got some good stuff, but it seemed like we came ready uh, and on time to play that game after about an hour delay. Do you think that these leads that the Rays are getting every day in the first inning, all six games the trip are having an effect on the pitchers or do the pitchers take them out and whatever the score is obviously they're going to take the ball well i think it's got to be helpful to some extent i mean it's it's always nice when you're working with a lead most pitchers will always tell you that they prefer to pitch with a lead that means things are going well gives them a little comfort maybe a little bit more wiggle room to to navigate through some tough parts of the lineup but our offense has really been setting a tone for the entire team on this road trip of getting out there and finding ways to score early yeah i've heard the saying if you're hitting you're walking and if you're walking you're hitting and tommy fam's on 
on base every game. And right away, opposite field home run to right center, and then another home run later on. You knew the power was going to come, but what a beginning to this season for him. Yeah, he's had a tremendous run of it. And uh, we were I was excited for Tommy uh, to get the home run and then followed up with another one. I think he was the only one putting pressure on himself about not having one yet. We could care less because he's such a good hitter, and his approach at the plate is so solid. Uh, but it was certainly good, and he did it, like you said, in the elements. He had wind was a factor, rain was a factor, and it was really, really cold. So uh, for him to drive those two balls out of the ballpark was impressive. As hot as Austin Meadows is, one of the things that seems to be impressive, at least to me, tell me if I'm right or not, is that he's hitting it to every field. I mean, he had a, a base hit and a double right inside the third baseline. He had a home run that went to straightaway right, and it just seems like the whole outfield is wide open for him. Yeah, it, it, it is pretty telling of how well he's seeing the baseball. He's covering pitches, and the pitches that he can handle, he's you know kind of hitting them where they're supposed to. The balls that he hit the other way were away. Then he went down. I think he got a breaking ball kind of down and in that he lifted out of the ballpark, but he is as locked in as anybody that we have on our club, and there's that's saying something because it seems like there's a lot of guys that are seeing the ball pretty well. And speaking of locked in, you touched on it, but Tyler Glasnow, his stuff was just incredible the other day. I can't imagine how much uh, not fun it was for the White Sox to have to hit him, but just the fact that we're looking up on the board and we're seeing just how many strikes he's throwing. It seems like a basic tentative pitching, but it seems like when he throws strikes, the success is right around the corner. Yeah, uh, I agree, and that's kind of been the message ever since we acquired Tyler from, from Kyle and our pitching guys. Just throw strikes. Your stuff is elite, elite level stuff. And uh, we're starting to see that. And, and no, you know, we're not seeing him pick to the edges, even when he fell behind. And there weren't many times. It was very much, here it is, hit it. I'm not trying to fool you. I'm just going to trust what I've got. And, and more times than not, it's been good enough. It's probably time to start comparing it to what was going on in spring training. But I'm curious because it seemed to me in spring training, he was giving up a share of hits and the curveball was getting hit. The lefties were going the other way with it. What is working now where they're not getting hits on that pitch? Well, I, I know for the most part he's a two-pitch pitcher. He'll, he'll pretty much throw in a couple change-ups when he's got some switch hitters or lefties in there. Uh, but I thought he got a little predictable at times in spring training. And part of that was because he was probably working on pitches and he wanted to get the feel of repeating the delivery with throwing three and four curveballs in a row. We've seen him mix really, really well so far. Another reason to uh, all but ignore the results of spring training 2019 edition. Rays win 9-1. We'll come back, talk about the Blue Jays series after this on the Rays Radio Network. In collaboration with USF Health and private practice physicians, Tampa General is the region's first and only hospital to be named one of America's best by U.S. News and World Report in six specialties. Diabetes and endocrinology, gastroenterology and GI surgery, nephrology, orthopedics, pulmonology, and urology, which makes us your best choice for world-class care. Tampa General Hospital. Other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. Follow the calming sounds of the waterfront and the smoky orange wood aroma to downtown St. Petersburg's newest restaurant, Paul's Landing. This local hotspot is serving up specialties like their smokehouse brisket and Paul's Seafood Roast for lunch and dinner every day. Visit Paul's Landing at the Benoit Renaissance Resort and Golf Club via the 5th Avenue stairs across from the Benoit Marina. Citrus, seafood, smoked. Reserve a table now at paulslandingstpete.com.
Back here on the Rays Radio pregame show presented by Tampa General Hospital up here in Canada with the manager Kevin Cash. And after the day off, the Rays go into the American League East for the first time in 2019, facing a Toronto Blue Jays team that's a little bit hard to figure out. There's a lot of new names uh, in there, but they can they weren't swinging the bat well. Now they are swinging it a little better. They're pitching great, and their manager you know a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. It was good to see him here earlier on. He came and visited for a couple minutes, uh, wish him well. And I, I know you know they, they had two series or two games in Boston where Toronto played well. They're, they're a young club. They're energetic. They seem like they, they're playing well together. This will be a good challenge for us over this, this weekend. And the, the challenge, are we making too much of it, the chess match between the two of you? When you're a bench coach and you're a manager, you know, the bench coach comes prepared pretty much to manage that day. It's the way I've always kind of seen it. And you guys manage together and you know your guys so well, but he knows your guys so well. So do we make too much of it or just, just the, the team that plays better that day wins? Uh, we're probably making a little bit too much of it. If anything's going on he's charlie's a lot smarter than i am so he'll 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 know what he's doing and i'm kind of scratching my head over there but uh ultimately like you said it's a team that comes out and scores some early runs and pitches well and we've been doing that hopefully we can stay consistent all right well ryan stanick is going to get the open today for the race i know i'm not asking you to tell company secrets but is there a pattern in your mind that you'd like it to go today because with snell and morton now the next two days you have a lot of options today on how you want to work the pitching there are and we're going to you know depending on the game situation early on to Decide, you know, whether we're looking for Ryan to get us one inning or, or, or six outs. I'm not quite sure. We know we have full availability with uh, Ryan Yarbrough and Yanni Chirinos. Uh, both of them we like when they're pitching. The way the lineup, the Blue Jays lineup is structured, there's a couple different ways to go, but I think ultimately some scoring will decide on that and then we'll go from there. And I was just curious too, why did you change it where we're just going with one opener this time through? You could have kept it the same, but Blake and Charlie move up a day with the off days? Yeah, I think it was solely because of the off day. You don't want to have uh, especially a guy like Glasnow get multiple days off uh he's on a good run we want to keep him if it's one extra day so be it but two and three extra days doesn't do any starting pitcher any good this at this point in the in the season i thought it was a good decision on our part and talking with kyle to let's keep everybody in line we're healthy we feel good and we'll we'll have some spots down the road that we can give some extra days skipper thank you thank you manager kevin cash back home to neil Thank you very much, Andy. And coming up on the Rays pregame show, Dave Wills with Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times. We continue getting you set for Rays and Jays, the only night game of this current road trip. This is the Rays Baseball Network. Every wireless carrier says they offer unlimited data for less, but their admin fees, line access fees, and extra taxes can really add up. With Spectrum Mobile, what you see is what you get. No added fees or taxes. Get our unlimited data plan with free nationwide talk and text for $45 per line per month. $45 per line save up to 40% when you switch today. Go to SpectraMobile.com or find a store near you. Savings based on comparison of single-line unlimited data plans as of 12-27-18. Spectrum Internet required. Restrictions apply. Geico presents two truths and a lie. One, Geico could help you save 15% or more on car insurance. Two, the first cheesemakers were entrepreneurial mountain goats. And three, it's easy to switch at Geico.com. You could save hundreds. Mmm, goat cheese. Hi, I'm Mark Topkin, Rays beat writer for the Tampa Bay Times. And I'm Michelle Stark, food and lifestyle editor. Even though we have different beats, we share something in common. That's right. We both like peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Besides that, we're both proud to report news that's worth knowing. Like what's happening on and off the field. Or tasty recipes and restaurant openings. On behalf of all of us at the Times, thanks for reading. The Tampa Bay Times. Worth knowing, worth subscribing.
The best game plans keep everyone on the edge of their seats and always end with a sweet victory dance. So when it comes to the perfect game plan for a weekend adventure, Tampa Bay is always the right call. From award-winning craft breweries and hand-rolled Cuban cigars to days out on the water and nights out at the blackjack tables, every trip is a triumph. Start your playbook at visittampabay.com and work on that victory dance. Seriously, everybody loves a great victory dance. Visit Tampa Bay. Countless ideas, endless fun. Welcome back. This is the Rays pregame show. Neil Solon's with you. Rays getting set for the Toronto Blue Jays in the first of three. First game for the Rays against the AL East and the first night game of the road schedule this year. It's the only one on this first road trip. Time now to hear Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times and with me with him in Toronto, Dave Wills. Dave? Thank you very much, Neil. The Rays are in Toronto getting ready to open up a three-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays, and it's time now for our chat with Mark Topkin of the Tampa Bay Times. And uh, Topper, it's a matchup between Kevin Cash and his former bench coach and former third base coach and a guy that spent all kinds of time in the Tampa Bay Rays organization, managed from the low lows all the way up to AAA, won championships, won games at every level, and now he's part of the Blue Jays. And I know we kind of talked a lot about this back in the day when, say, Joe Madden faced Mike Soshin. You started wondering, all right, does Mike know what Joe's thinking? Does Joe know what Mike's thinking? Do you start to manage that way or can get to, get you into trouble? And right now we're Kevin versus Charlie, Charlie versus Kevin, a battle of the wits. What's going on? Hopefully Neil can figure this all out because I think it's going to be that where, you know, or do they start to outthink each other? And Kevin Cash talked to me the other day about it. He said, you know, certainly Charlie is familiar with Kevin's thought process. And I think maybe more so than Kevin would be with Charlie's because as the bench coach for the 2018 season, you know, Charlie would be standing next to him and, you know, what are you thinking? Kevin would tell him. Whereas how Charlie manages a game, Kevin might not be as familiar with because he, quite frankly, wouldn't really ask him for his opinion very much. You're the manager. You get to decide. I just want information. So it will be curious. Now, obviously, if the game is separated and it's six or seven run difference, it won't matter. But even the lineup today, Charlie Montoyo just over in his office talking to him, and he said that, you know, he put a couple of his hitters a couple spots lower thinking that whoever replaces the opener will still have to face them three times each. Now, Kevin Cash may have the trump card on that because with the bullpen being fresh, he could use Ryan Yarbrough, he could use Yanni Chirinos, he could use Jalen Beeks, he could use whoever he wants. They've got a full option here, and they may just go with a couple different guys for one or two innings each, and nobody may face multiple guys. And that's one of the uh, things about the opener. Everybody thinks that, all right, there's an opener, but there's a bulk guy. But about maybe... uh I don't know, six or seven times through the opener last year, Kevin started to tinker with that a little bit and started to match up a little more and uh, started to match up in the second, maybe third, fourth, and fifth innings, which, again, can wear your bullpen down. But as he said, his bullpen is rather fresh right now. Yeah, you know, we saw that in San Francisco when some people, like including particularly maybe me, thought that they were going to pitch Yarborough and they pitched, I'm sorry, it was Yanni Chirinos' day and they pitched Ryan Yarborough. So, you know, it, it doesn't really line up necessarily the way it looks. And I think what we've since learned maybe in the aftermath of that is that, you know, they kind of tell these guys, you know, you might pitch on one this day or this day, like a little two-day window there. allows them more flexibility. The score could dictate things, too. If somebody, you know, gets four or five runs in the first inning here today, you might see the Rays do it in reverse, too. So the flexibility is, is one of the benefits of the opener that maybe they'll exploit a little more this year. So that's why I was kind of curious to see Montoyo adjust his lineup as he did because, you know, in the bigger picture, is he now maybe hurting those guys because they won't come up maybe that fourth time in the eighth or ninth inning if the game's close? It's the residual effect of uh, 
the job that the Rays have done pitching-wise before this opener hits and who they have pitching afterward with Blake Snell going in tomorrow's game. All right, enough about the pitching. Let's talk a little bit about the team, though. 10-3, and three, they won the series, swept the series against the Chicago White Sox. I know Andy needed a day to kind of cool down when his beloved MLB network was asking, you know, when will the Red Sox pass the Rays? Now, today, I saw the computer graphic that said, will the Red Sox? I mean, you know, so maybe they're coming and jumping on board the Rays bandwagon. Yeah, it's interesting, and I kind of raised that question today in the paper, too. It's like, you know, at least maybe change the wording from when to if. I mean, don't adopt it as a foregone conclusion. You know, a six-and-a-half or six-game lead is is something, I think, these days. I mean, I know it's still early April, but it should count for something. So it it is interesting. You know, the, the notoriety will follow the success, and obviously the fact that the Rays got off to the quick start. But, you know, there's still going to be that. It's almost like, not that any one player cares, but it's almost like a collective chip or a chip collectively on the shoulder of the organization that they don't really get credit for when they're doing well either. All right, well, you know, we're lucky that this is inside Rogers Center. I was having flashbacks when I saw the snow falling yesterday in 1977 when the Chicago White Sox opened up the Toronto Blue Jays' uh, historic 1977 season with cold at Exhibition Stadium and snow, Doug Alt, uh, Ken Kravick, all those guys. But today we've got a roof. It's nice inside. And maybe Wander Franco is going to have to start learning how to stay warm a little differently. Yeah, really a funny story that I just kind of stumbled across this morning was Wander Franco, the, the race top prospect arguably you know depending on his rankings you go by the second third fourth and all of baseball comes out of the game last night after two at bats for bowling green a class a team and a little curious about that so so sent a few emails out this morning so maybe something you're familiar with dave but i guess there's some kind of gel or lube that the players can put on to kind of help themselves keep warm so they played a couple nights before. I guess Wander was really cold, so he thought, "Oh, let me use some more of this stuff." So he put so much on that he just like I guess he just like couldn't play. He was so hot, he was overheated. So he had to take it inside. I assume take a nice cold shower. Word of advice: you put that stuff on after you put your shorts on, not before <laughs> you put your shorts on. He is Mark Topkin. I'm Dave Wills. Let's go back to Neil Solons. All right, let's get to our injury update. It's brought to you by our friends at Tampa General Hospital. Other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. And for the race, in terms of injuries, Matt Duffy, Joey Wendell, been doing some running at the Trop. Neither have yet started a rehab assignment. And while it doesn't count as a rehab assignment, Jose DeLeon and Brent Honeywell, both coming back from Tommy John surgery, will pitch an inning in an extended spring training game tomorrow. So good luck to them on that. As we take a look at Rays minor league affiliates, AAA Durham dropped a 12-4 game to Indians affiliate Columbus. Mike Brasso did hit a two-run homer. Montgomery won 6-0 over Biloxi. Dalton Kelly and former first-round pick Josh Lowe with their first home runs of the season. Charlotte dropped a 4-3 game to Pirates affiliate Bradenton. Jim Haley 3-3 with two runs scored. We're closing in on 15 minutes until first pitch. Guy can remind you 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in your car insurance. More after this on the Race Baseball Network. Geico presents two truths and a lie. One, Geico could help you save 15% or more on car insurance. Two, the first cheesemakers were entrepreneurial mountain goats. And three, it's easy to switch at geico.com. You could save hundreds. Hmm, goat cheese. As the region's first and largest teaching hospital, Tampa General partners with the USF Health Morsani College of Medicine to pioneer breakthrough treatments, conduct game-changing clinical research, and train the next generation of healthcare professionals, which means the care we deliver today makes it possible for you to enjoy more tomorrows. Tampa General Hospital. Other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. 
Hey, this is Rick Stroud, sports writer for the Tampa Bay Times. I'd like to invite you to listen to my new daily podcast, Sports Day Tampa Bay. We'll talk Rays, Lightning, Bucks, and Bulls. I'll have special guests join me regularly for their takes and answer questions from listeners. Join the conversation on Twitter at SportsDayTB and use the hashtag SportsDayTampaBay. It's Sports Day Tampa Bay. Download it now on iTunes or go to tampabay.com slash sports. Tampa Bay Times, journalism that matters. To left field and deep, Daniel Robertson for the walk-off grand slam. Oh, my goodness. Rays win. The first Rays and Red Sox series closes with a matchup on Sunday, April 21st. Fans 14 and under will receive Daniel Robertson wristbands presented by Moffitt Cancer Center while supplies last. Visit RaysBaseball.com today. The 2019 season is presented by Tampa General Hospital. Raise up. Love the Tampa Bay Rays? Show it. Get the official Rays credit card available exclusively at Suncoast Credit Union. Cheer on your favorite team while you enjoy all the benefits you expect, like low rates, no annual fees, and rewards for using your card. Plus, get exclusive perks at Tropicana Field on game day, like discounted parking, food and beverage, and special ticket offers. For complete details, visit RaysBaseball.com slash Suncoast Card. Suncoast Credit Union is an equal housing lender and federally insured by NCUA. Seems like every wireless carrier claims they can save you money, but their admin fees, line access fees, and extra taxes can really add up. With Spectrum Mobile, what you see is what you get. No added fees or taxes. Get our buy the gig plan for just $14 a gig. That's it, $14 per gig. And it includes free talk and text nationwide, plus Canada and Mexico. Go to SpectrumMobile.com or find a store near you. Visit SpectrumMobile.com for offer restrictions and details. Welcome back. Neil Solon's with you. This is the Rays pregame show. Rays against the Jays for the first time this year. Ryan Stanek will open. Now, he's not allowed to run as an opener this year. He did give up a run, though, in his last appearance. As a team, the Rays have outscored opponents 17-1 in the first inning and have set a franchise mark by scoring in the first in six straight games. Trent Thornton goes for Toronto. He was acquired in the offseason for Edledmus Diaz and so far has allowed just two runs and two starts. The Blue Jays, by the way, coming off a split in Boston but could have won both. Three on, one out, ninth inning, 6-6 six, six, the pitch. Devers swings, bouncing ball, and it's in the right field. The base hit, and the Red Sox walk it off. Nunez scores the winning run as the Red Sox rally for two in the ninth to beat Toronto 7-6, to their first walk-off win of the season. That is Joe Castiglione on the Red Sox Radio Network. Toronto actually had a 5-0 lead in that game. And with that, the Rays at 10-3, the only team at were above 500 in the American League East. The Yankees, who lost 8-6 to Houston Wednesday, were off yesterday. They'll host the White Sox tonight with Jay Happ on the hill. Baltimore now 1-6 at home after losing 8-5 to the A's yesterday. And they're at Boston tonight. David Hess, Eduardo Rodriguez is the pitching matchup. Coming up, it is Dave and Andy with a play-by-play. Thanks for joining us on the Race Baseball Network. Thank you for listening to the Rays pregame show presented by Tampa General Hospital. Other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. Standing from the stretch with nobody aboard. Pitches. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. He threw the splitter right there and got Machado to swing through it. And Ryan Stanek with a perfect top of the first. Don't touch that dial. On deck are the voices of the Rays, Dave Wills and Andy Freed, who'll bring you all the action from first pitch to the final out. 
Hey, moms and dads, is your little raised fan ready for baseball? Does she or she want to play in the big leagues? Then check out Queen Coast Sports Academy here in Orlando, a 60,000 square foot indoor training facility specifically designed to meet the needs of today's athletes with the latest cutting edge technology. Some of the area's best college and high school athletes train at Queen Coast. Queen Coast Sports Academy, 4304 Metric Drive in Winter Park, 321-348-7529. Or go online to queencoacademy.com. Queen Coast Sports Academy, a proud sponsor of Rays Baseball. Welcome to Mackey Wellness Center. Have a seat. We'll be right with you. Wow, this place is beautiful and it smells so good. I love it here. Is this your first time visiting Mackey Wellness Center? Yes. I thought I would treat myself and do something special for my man. Oh, you won't be disappointed. The service is amazing. And at Mackey Wellness, they make you feel like the queen that you are. From the moment you walk in, Mackey Wellness Center makes you feel right at home. From facial treatments to rejuvenation and nutritional services, Mackey Wellness Center offers cutting-edge therapy for mind, body, and spirit. Relax, restore, renew the ultimate at Mackey Wellness Center. Call 877-344-7737 or go online to MackeyWellnessCenter.com. That's M-A-K-I WellnessCenter.com. Discover a whole new you. Call Mackey Wellness Center at 877-344-7737. When it's time to give that trusted member of your family a tune-up, call Blue Book Service Center. Their labor rate is almost half of what other car dealers charge. Online at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Blue Book Service Center, the official sponsor of your daily commute. Packaged. Notice how many times I said cold? Three times. It's that cold. So make sure the mountain on your can of Coors Light is blue because that means it's ready to enjoy. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. 